0: Welcome
1: to Timber Nook Tips. Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Jeff Johnson here. Angela Hanscom over there. How you doing, Angela? I'm
0: doing good.
1: We're back with another episode. We're, we're talking about uh, weight and children and not not weighting, but physical weight. Um, look, uh, kids are... Kids are victims of—I don't. Maybe "victim" isn't the right word, but they are—they're the product of their of their culture and environment. And so we're living in a world of of fast food and high calorie, easy to access food. And 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 so if the 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 choices families are making for children is impacting their their weight, and so. I mean, what can we be, what can we as adults be doing to help kids get a little bit uh, slimmer and healthier and uh, joyful in life?
0: Um, Well, so I think, you know, just, um, I guess like joy, the joy piece, like what we were talking about keeps coming to me and that's um, you, you had asked when we were, we were not you know, we were off podcast, like how I'm glad that your, your daughter is joyful and how is she finding joy? You know, is she doing something different? And I think, um, you know, our family has deliberately, um, taken a lot of time, um, to spend with our family and, um, to also spend time with our extended family. And we also, they have friends that they connect with on a regular basis. So not letting, what's happening, get in the way of living. Mm
1: -hmm. And,
0: um, so, uh, and we spend a lot of time outside. Um, we have a camp that we go to and we, you know, go kayaking and, but a lot of downtime. Um, and, um, so I think it's really important to have time for, um, to just breathe (laughs) and for silence. Something that keeps coming to me recently is, um, there's so much chaos in the world and we, uh, I feel like we're getting busier and busier again, you know, like things are, but, and then there's all these distractions in the world, right? So like sure. the news and there's all these crisis, like different crisis going on in the world. And it's hard to kind of, um, not get wrapped up on that. It's all distracting. It's keeping us in the state of stress. So I think one thing that we really need to be really mindful is, of is not getting wrapped in, like protecting ourselves from that. Um, so making sure to take just time away from that um, and silence, you know, we don't do this very often, but just time like out in nature, especially is better, right? Because you're outside um, and having plenty of time out there is help will help us to not get caught up in everything.
1: Yeah, I just, think, just putting down the screen yeah. and walking out the door is a step oh, in the right okay. direction.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I think that's like, you know, when the doctor asked my daughter, how does she find joy? Like a lot of kids are connected to their device all the time. So their downtime, they're still connected and they're still distracted. So they're, they don't have a lot of time to just think with their own thoughts, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's a really scary thing to think about because, um, we really, I mean, that's how, like, great ideas came about was just being bored and you know um you know coming up with different play ideas and i think that's one reason why um the work that we're doing with Timbernook right now is really important is just to get let go of all expectations let go get away from all the fears of the world and just allow them to play and explore and just be like th- that's um I think that's one of the most important things we can do for kids right now is just get them get them away from expectations, uh, fears, worries, um, and just allow them to just be children.
1: And look, in my own experience, that that can be hard if you're not used to to that because you have to get used to being comfortable inside of your own head. And if if you're not used to that, if you're if you're always used to having this outside stimulus bouncing yeah. around inside your ears from the from the screens and from the earbuds and all that kind of stuff, the the still stillness and then the voices, uh, I mean it's just your that inner voice you have, um, that can that can throw a lot of fear at you and discomfort and and just listening that can be hard, and so it, it becomes a skill just being able to be out in the world and unplugged that that can be hard, especially I'm, I'm guessing for, for middle schoolers and teenagers, especially because there, there's so much, uh, outward stimulus that impacts who they are and what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. And so it, it takes a lot of practice yeah absolutely and uh, on, on the being outside piece i was uh i was reading uh, yesterday um no such thing as bad weather and I, I stumbled across you in that book a couple of times angela I'm glad to see you there but uh <laughs> the authors talks there about as far as outside time goes the the free play the the unmanaged play uh involves a lot more movement and activity for kids than the organized sports and so the researcher they were talking about in the book uh they put pedometers on on kids that were outside playing and then another another cohort that were involved in team sports. And apparently team sports, a lot of standing around and waiting going on, even at practices, because the they were they're getting a lot more steps in just just quote unquote just playing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something for parents to consider, too, when they're trying to get kids more active, just signing them up for soccer or T-ball might sound like a step in the right direction, but there's not as much much activity as the kid would be getting, uh, just sending them out in the backyard to play.
0: Yeah, no, it's, <clears throat> I think outdoor play, like we've talked about this before, but it's like cross training. Um, it's really, it's, it's so good to be working on all the senses and muscles and all that stuff. It's going to work on things you can't replicate in sports. But it's also, like we were talking about, it's getting rid of expectations. So when you're in a state of, unrestricted free play you're getting the the adult if it's done right that there's no expectations Mm -hmm. so the child might come up with a certain play scheme but it's all their ideas um i think that right now it's we're starting to move back into that like being busy 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 and the adults are directing everything and the kids are constantly attached to something that they don't have that chance to let go of all expectations and have that sense of freedom. Um, And and you can't have joy unless you have freedom because we're bound by our schedules. We're bound by uh, too many expectations. We're bound by all of that. So you can't have joy until you let go. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I I, I've, I've been watching out here in the neighborhood, um, a a version of, of a family trying to make a, make a change here. Um, There's a, I'm usually out with uh, the two big dopey dogs and there's a, a dad I, I started seeing about a month ago, maybe six weeks ago out during the day with his, his two boys must be four and six and, and dad is carrying around some extra pounds and, and he, he looks like he's actively trying to make a difference there because he's been doing, you know, some, some fast walking and, uh, and even a little bit of running and the boys are on their scooters. And and so they're all out together. And and so that that is I, I think that's a great step in the right direction, uh, getting up from the couch and getting outside and finding a way to be outside about outside together because because for kids, you know, I mean, they're they're going to kind of mimic and rely on what they see from their adults. And so it's it's probably really hard if you want to to help uh, uh, advert that that weight trend in kids to not not take not take the steps to do it yourself, I guess. And that's, that seems to be what this, this dude is doing. And, and they're, they're having fun. And, and the boys maybe will be a block, a half a block ahead of him or something. And, and then they'll stop and wait for dad to catch up. And then they'll, they'll get to the top of the hill and then they'll, they'll zip down on their scooters and dad'll be, will be uh, chugging along behind them. But, but I see joy on their faces and uh, I actually asked him the other day if he wanted to, to trade the dogs for the boys because it, it looked like it was a, the dogs were a little bit easier to, to keep track of and keep moving than the, than the boys were. But uh, he, he wasn't ready for a trade yet. Um, but but that, that just getting up and doing it is a, is, is a start. And that can be, look, that can be terrifying if it's, if it's not something that you're in the habit of doing.
0: Yeah, I think even just going, like you said, going out with your children and you don't necessarily have to be playing with them you could be raking the leaves or you know and allow them to come up with their own play ideas
1: yeah both are good
0: both are you know like it's important to go hiking with your kids and playing with the kids but it's also important to remember to allow kids to come up with their own ideas and and to have that freedom of of choice
1: yeah and and balancing that with some form of of modeling just pushing the kids out in the backyard while while you sit down with your ipad isn't isn't showing them that you still want
0: to be physical outside is
1: a good thing yeah (laughs) Um, as we wrap this one up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug a book, um, Tiny Habits by a guy named BJ Fogg is all about building building and changing habits. And, uh, it's, it's a great read, a quick read. He's a researcher at Stanford. I think it is. And, you know, his whole basic thing is you find the, the tiniest little, little change you can make because habit change is hard. It's hard to rewire our brains. And, uh, he talks, he talks in the book about he, he wanted to start flossing and he knew flossing between all of his teeth every day was going to be just, just too much. And so his goal was one tooth a day tiny yeah. tiny habits building building small and uh, this is a great book i think that that parents could uh, could benefit from if they're looking at at ways to to change their their habits for for themselves and the kids so that's something yeah. that listeners might want to check out this has been timber nook tips we'll be back soon with another episode thanks for listening bye bye
0: Thanks for listening to Timber Nook Tips. Share your questions and comments at playvolutionhq.com slash podcast slash For more Angela, visit timbernook.com. For more Jeff, visit explorationsearlylearning.com.
1: This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.